everyone, this is Kristen Lizenby Lee from Where Joy Is Ministries, restoring joy to Christian womanhood. Today we're going to continue with our series, A Mighty Woman's Artillery, by studying the fourth piece of the armor of God, which can be found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. The fourth piece is the shield of faith. And it's interesting that Paul seems to emphasize this piece of the armor. And we're going to dig into why and what that means to us. Ephesians 6.16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Here, Paul seems to shine a spotlight on the shield of faith. And he tells us that without this shield, these fiery darts cannot be quenched. But with it, all of them can be extinguished. It's very important for us to study the severity of the fiery darts and the power of the shield in order for us to understand why Paul put such an emphasis on this piece of the armor. The term fiery darts is actually, it's a horrifying picture. The word fiery means exactly that, burning, on fire, inflamed. And the word darts is not only the word for spear or arrow, but it also means missile. So taking this apart and breaking it down, spiritual burning missiles are being shot at you and at me over and over and over. Have you ever felt under attack like that, just assaulted by the enemy? I know I have. One of the definitions of the name devil is the word balling, which means to throw. A good picture of this is a pitcher on a pitcher's mound pitching a baseball, just throwing the ball. And the Bible calls Satan an accuser of the brethren. And he comes to constantly harass us. And he just doesn't ever really quit. He is continuously on this mission to throw things at us. He throws tempting situations at us. He throws scenarios at us that will trigger intense um, anxiety, intense doubt in our minds. He throws bitterness. He throws pride and arrogance. He throws lies of deception, lies about the Word of God, lies about God Himself and His nature. He constantly fires sinful and unholy shots at us. So Paul is telling us that our enemy is bent on shooting spiritual missiles at us, and we can't extinguish attacks of this magnitude with a belt, or with shoes, or even with a breastplate. They can only be quenched by the shield of faith. I enjoy watching period war movies, and I've noticed that in most of the war movies, the shield that the soldier carries is usually quite small. But in ancient biblical times, in the time that Paul wrote the book of Ephesians, the Roman soldiers of that day carried a huge shield. The shield actually covered their whole body. So Paul gives us a powerful picture when he tells us to take up our shield of faith because faith is able to cover us completely. Faith is vital in the life of a Christian. Faith is what saves us. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, It's by grace that we are saved through faith. 
Faith honors and pleases God. It makes him smile. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, For without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith connects to the power of God. In Mark chapter 10 verse 52, Jesus tells Bartimaeus, who was a blind man, that his faith is what made him whole. Several times in the ministry of Jesus, he told the one he healed that their faith is what made them whole. Their faith made the difference. Their faith that Jesus was God, their faith that Jesus could do exactly what he said, was instrumental in the blessing that they received. So there's power in faith. Another interesting fact is the Roman soldier's shield was not held loosely in the soldier's hand. It was firmly strapped to his forearm so he could resist the blows of an enemy sword without the fear of dropping his shield altogether. Reading that, it resonated with me because spiritually, we cannot afford to have a flimsy faith while in the heat of intense spiritual battle. Our faith has to be strapped securely to us or in our fatigue or in our fear, we may drop it. We may give way to doubt. I think that's one of the many reasons Paul said, above all, take your shield of faith. A recent study revealed that anxiety disorders affect 18.1% of adults in the United States. That's approximately 40 million adults. That's staggering to think about. And I know I've battled anxiety throughout my life. And one thing I've noticed is that anxiety is fear of losing control. And at the root of that is sin. It's a mistrust in God. And if you think about it, When we fret and worry and lie awake at night wondering what we can do to fix this situation or what we can do to fix that problem, we're actually sinning because we are putting more confidence in our own abilities instead of taking the shield of faith and raising it high and saying, God is the one who is in control. With Him, all things are possible. You know, our job is to believe that Jesus is who He says He is and He will do what He says He will do. There's so much comfort and security in that truth, and we can bank on it. We can stake our lives on it. And by believing it, we are extinguishing the fiery darts of fear and doubt and worry. When doubt is dominant, faith falls. And the enemy knows this, and he uses it to his advantage. So it's important for us to realize that and combat it by arming ourselves with our shield. I love that a shield is both a defensive weapon and an offensive weapon. If you've watched war movies, you can see how the soldiers will hold up their shield and they used it to protect themselves from arrows or swords, but they also used it to strike back at their enemy. They used it to push their enemy back and sometimes they even used it to cut off limbs. Faith works the same way. Faith not only blocks the missiles from the devil, but it also rises up and fights back. There are two practical ways to implement this. Whenever you feel assaulted or attacked with temptations and attacked with lies, the first way that I have found to be effective in my life is to stand up with boldness in your spirit and just quote scripture. Say it out loud. Quote scripture about who God is. I have so many favorite scriptures about God's nature and about His faithfulness. 
that I have found to be valuable in my fight. One of them is Isaiah chapter 26, verse 4, which says, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Another one of my favorites is Jeremiah 32, verse 27, and it says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Meditate on these, on these truths. Is there anything too hard for God? Absolutely not. And of course, there's Psalms. Psalms is one of my favorite places to draw from when I think about who God is to me personally. Psalm chapter 28, verses 7 and 8 say, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth and with my song will I praise Him. The Lord is their strength and He is the saving strength of His anointed. That's one of my favorite verses. And of course, you can read Lamentations 3. You can read the the whole book of Exodus, um, Psalm 91. There's just numerous places in Scripture that give us a clear picture and description about the power and the faithfulness of God. I encourage you to do a study on God's power, on God's character. Study His names. Study His attributes. Study his pattern. Study his word. And when you do that, when the enemy comes against you with lies, you can hold up your shield and faithfully declare who God is. And I tell you, the devil doesn't like it when we praise and exalt the name of Jesus. The second way I've found to be really vital in my fight against the devil is by meditating on and then quoting scripture about not only who God is, but who I am in Christ. Being in Christ puts us in a position of victory. And it's so important to not let the enemy make us forget about that fact. Because it's only when we stand in the truth and in the righteousness of God that we can also stand and fight with faith. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 is a great verse to memorize. It says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Another one is Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. And it says, for you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. There are many verses in scripture that teach us that when we become a Christian, we are joint heirs with Jesus. And when we stand in Christ in that position, when we stand in his power, in his truth, and in his righteousness, then we are not only conquerors, but more than conquerors. So if you want an effective way to combat the fiery darts of lies and deception from the enemy, I would encourage you to memorize scripture. First Memorize scripture about who God is and then memorize scripture about who you are through the power and the strength of the Lord. The enemy is going to come against you. It's a fact of war. And as Christians, we are automatically drafted into the army of Christ. And I want to be useful in the battle. That should be our aim and our goal to be useful, to be effective and above all, To have Jesus' name glorified. Walking in truth, living a righteous life, and having a heart that is at peace and a voice that preaches peace, it's beautiful and it's powerful. 
But those things aren't enough to thoroughly quench the blazing missiles that are being aimed and shot at us. So take your shield of faith, because when we hold up true persevering faith in God, the powers of darkness will be defeated. Let 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 encourage you and spur you on in the fight. It says, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I hope you've been encouraged by today's podcast. Be sure to check out wherejoyis.com for all the latest updates, blogs, and events. May you stand today in complete confidence and unwavering faith in Jesus. Jesus.